Hello, my hippies. And hello, my cowgirls. Welcome to episode 11. Woo! We made it past 10. Here we go. Double digits, baby. We're here. But we're going to be talking about something a little serious today. Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about guns. guns um, and what these guns can do. And so, trigger warning to anyone. Yes. If you have experience or anything um we will be talking about the recent event that happened in the news sissy would you like to yeah so for anyone that doesn't know there was a mass shooting in nashville um at a christian school we had there was six people that died Mm -hmm. um and then i guess the seventh was the shooter that was killed by police officers oh my goodness um so it's really devastating. It is. And this one's kind of like, it's always scary when it's children, yeah. but our little brother is nine years old mm-hmm. and it just kind of makes me like, ugh, like it is such a scary thought to even have in our mind knowing that it could, it happens in elementary schools. Yeah. Like it's not just older kids who like you know, kind of are more mature and know about these things. It's in our elementary schools. Like, yeah. So there's three students that died Mm -hmm. all nine years old. And there's also three faculty members. They were all in their sixties, but it's just, you shouldn't go to school. You shouldn't go to, it's just, I don't have children, but with how things are going in our world lately, I would be terrified to be sending my kids to school every day. It's insane. Because, you don't know when these things are going to happen. I mean, even in 2017, we had a shooting here in Spokane, Washington. Yes. At Freeman High School, and there was a mass shooting. Only mm-hmm. one person died, but, and as well as the shooter. Well, no, the shooter actually lived. He's, they're in prison now. Oh, wow. But you never think it's going to happen where you live. And yeah. But then, nowadays, it's so yeah, likely. But now here we are only in the beginning of April, and there's been 130 shootings in the United States. And that's a low number for us. That is a low Last number. Last year, we had a leading number of 600. Yeah. Over 600. I, I don't even have words. No. I want to just say sorry for all the families out there that have had to experience this Mm -hmm. and no one should ever have to experience sending your kid to school to get an education and be worried about whether or not they're going to come home exactly it's just no one no parent should feel that fear that their child is going to be gone before them no so we are so sorry we send all our love and support to the families, to the students where it happened. That is yeah. so traumatizing. To the faculty, just yeah, to everyone. the whole community. Yeah. So it's not only affecting them, it's affecting the whole world. Exactly. The whole world is experiencing Did you see the woman in the news? Her like she was like behind the like people, the reporters, and she like stepped up to the mic and was like is this what we're going to keep doing? Just like broadcasting this and like saying like, oh, we're sorry. It's like that is not doing anything right now. Like something needs to happen. Something needs to happen. Which kind of goes into what are your thoughts when it comes to guns? I am so 
very uneducated about guns. And I was, we were just talking to your husband about all the things you have to do to get a gun. Yeah. And there, he was saying that there is a misconception that I actually was someone who thought and believed this, which was like, we don't take the right precautions to keep guns out of um, people's hands who could have that in them to do Mm -hmm. these things. But he actually said that's not even it because it's really not usually legal guns being used Mm -hmm. or it's unprotected stuff in their house that the kids have grown up in. Mm -hmm. So my views are that they are a weapon used to defend yourself. And Mm -hmm. I, especially after watching all the crime junkie we have been watching or listening to, I feel that it's needed more than ever now mm-hmm. and even back then. So I'm just – it's hard to wrap my head around how I feel about it yeah. just because it's something that you just don't even think about like yeah. in the day-to-day basis that it would be used for such a cruel thing. Yeah. There's a saying that says the gun isn't the murderer the person holding it is. Yeah. And – I believe that 100%. I am a gun believer, I guess, is the way. You live in Idaho. I do live in Idaho. (laughs) And I believe in the Second Amendment, 100%. Um, But I do think there needs to be more hoops to jump through in order to have a gun. Yeah. And those are just the ones that people are legally buying. Yeah. Like, it's a whole other thing. When you're buying guns, like, from other people and you're not getting them licensed, you know, all that stuff. Because there's tons of people that I know that have – they have guns and they don't have guns, you know. Oh. um, In quotations. Yeah. And that's how it is. Yeah. Um, But I do believe – because, I mean, unfortunately, the people that are – shooting up schools and public places and whatever else. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they do – most of them do have mental issues. Yeah. Or severely depressed or they feel like they've been so severely bullied Mm -hmm. or whatever the case is. And I think a lot of – especially, like, with school shootings, a lot of them are students that do go there and they felt that they've – gotten the shitty end of the stick yeah so much and so they just feel like that's the only way and a lot of them end in suicide Mm -hmm. but it's like what steps can be taken to help these people before it gets to the point where they feel that taking a gun from their parents from someone they know buying one whatever and killing a bunch of innocent people yeah what are the steps that can be taken to do that Because mental health is a huge part of the reason why we have over 600 shootings in a single year. Yeah. Some of them have a lot of mental issues. Some of them are just batshit crazy. But what are things that can be done to stop that? Yeah. There needs to be harder background checks to go through. There needs to be like a mental health like test or something that needs to be like done like a background check to make sure that these people are mentally stable yeah because even like my husband he 
you can only have so many like mental diagnosis mm-hmm. on your record and if charges you have too many yeah if you have too many you cannot get a gun but a lot of people and that's the other thing is mental health is still not talked about a whole lot no and or accepted accepted. as like a valid thing so these people could have severe mental issues but they're not getting diagnosed so they're not on their records they're not in their background checks Mm -hmm. so these people that can be severely depressed and and antidepressants and anything like they're getting guns Mm -hmm. so there needs to be more hoops well and not only that but like your husband was saying as well like the parents of these adolescents you know parents all over like just he was saying that they need to be more like in tune with their child's mental health as well yes and kind of maybe like bring it more into conversation just so you're this isn't just something out of the blue and then yeah. you go back and you're like oh my gosh there were signs which usually there are with yeah. the shooters when they go back in their mm-hmm. background and all that and so you know it's about education as yeah. well and I'm, i was even asking like so is it a problem with hiding guns like parents hiding guns people hi- hiding guns in a sense yeah i mean it's one thing where it's like okay if you have a safe Mm-hmm. You should not let your child know the code. Yes. No matter how old they are. But will you let your kids know you have a gun in the house? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. But I also think, like, because me and my husband believe in guns, we want to go hunting, so we will have guns in our household. We will be smart and keep them in a safe. Yeah. But there is, like, and my children will know that we have guns in the house, but I will not give them access to the code. Yeah. And if we teach our children how to hunt or shoe or whatever, the only way they can get to those guns is if they ask me or my husband Yeah. for us to go with them, but they will not know the code. Yeah, 100%. I think that's smart. Yeah. So those are the things, like, especially, like, I live in Idaho. Mm-hmm. I mean, in uh, so many other places, people hunt. Yeah. Like, it's so known for people to have guns here, and they let their children, you know, go shooting with them, and they have their own guns and everything like that, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, that's okay. But you need to be able to still keep that away from your children because children, they are going through so many crazy things in life. Yes. That... Everyone is dealing with some sort of anxiety, depression, or anything. Do not give them the option to have a weapon to take out whoever they feel they need to take out. And I feel that when you're that age and you're feeling misunderstood with your emotions, like you're thinking about ending a temporary problem with a permanent solution. Yes. And that's with like you know, suicide with actions like this, you know, you're kind of just in that mindset where you're just like, this is, you think that is all your life is, you know, you don't understand like you're growing up, kids are assholes, like in general, like until, you know, you hit that peak where you're like, I need to just stop, you know, but so I think that is also the issue, you know, you just internalize those emotions and then you just think like, 
I have nothing to lose. But it's like you have your whole life. You have your whole life that you are like, willing to throw away. Like this is just a hiccup. Yeah. And I think that is something that people don't understand as well. No. Um, mental health needs to be talked about more. Yeah. We are just now opening the doors to what mental health is, what it can do, what it does, mm-hmm. how to cope with it, how to deal with it, how to live with it. Yeah. And parents, they need to listen. They need to learn about yeah. these things so they can see signs. Yeah. So they can – because teenagers and kids, not all of them are going to talk to you. Like – they're not all going to talk to their parents about how no. they're feeling. And but parents need counselors, teachers, they all need to be educated so they can see the signs before mm-hmm. something like what happened happens. Yeah, the worst possible scenario. Yeah. Like. It's just it's so hard for me to comprehend. Mhm. And it's just so beyond heartbreaking. The world, it hasn't even gotten more violent because we heard a lot of crime junkie yes. episodes back in the 70s, the 60s, all the way back. Violence and crime and all these horrible things have always been happening. But I feel truly that like we're bringing it out more in like entertainment and shows we watch, yes. games, all these things. Yeah. and social media tv screens like kids are growing up on ipads now oh 100 on youtube playing video games yeah. and they see you can see anything and everything yeah. on there i mean just look at like the movie john wick oh my gosh yes like it was insane i saw the fourth one it was really good but it was so much it's wild so much violence yeah and, I mean, we have a nine-year-old brother. Yes. And he loves all the superhero movies. He loves action. Mm-hmm. He loves all of that. And he's being exposed to all the violence, the guns, the everything at such a young age. All these kids are. Yeah. Because it's at their fingertips. It is at their fingertips. It's not something it's like you have to way. sneak or yeah. you really, like, if it's not on your house, you don't see. It's at your fingertips, on the screen, yeah. it's everywhere. And I, like, just have noticed that recently mm-hmm. in every TV show, every movie. It's violence and sex. It's insane. It's just – and it's pouring out into our real world. Yes. The line of reality and not reality is becoming very thin with these things, and it's scary. It is scary. And getting back to just, like, crime and everything. So we obviously listen to a lot of crime junkies. Oh, my gosh. And just everything. And you being someone that's, like, never really believed in having, like, a gun or anything like that. No. Just hearing about, like, the amount of crime that's happening. To women. To let's <laughs> women, women. And you know what pisses me off out there? To any of you serial killers, stop leaving us naked. That is fucked up. You know that? Because it's like, what if he puts me on my, like, back and, I, and I'm naked and it's like, I'm not sucking in. Like, <laughs> they're going to find me like that? Well, you're dead, so. I don't want to be found like that. Necessarily doesn't matter, but. Oh, my gosh. But do you want to be found dead? <laughs> Well, I mean, like, who the sucking in part. Who like, wants to be found dead? No one wants to be found dead. Naked. Of, yeah, it, it actually it's is straight demoralizing. bullshit. It's fucked up. Well, and that's the point. 
Oh. If you listen, watch Criminal Minds, which I love Criminal Minds because I love the idea of trying to understand the oh. serial killer mm-hmm. within themselves. Yeah. And like the reasons why they do things, the reason like like how they grew up, what their mindset is, why okay. they do these things to women. This is something else that we are bringing into our world. We are glamorizing serial killers. Yeah. The shows, the Jeff Dahmer one made me like, I could not get through that series. Like I I've could not watch it. it. It is so just un- like, it's just not like yeah. good, but it's like people, we know someone who binged it at Gage. <laughs> I was like, how the hell did you binge this? But there's a show called You, you know, we're just like glamorizing these serial killers. serial killers. And it's just weird. Like even in some of the Crime Junkie episodes when like there's like women who like send mail to the people and are like, kill me. Like, Like, it's just so weird to me. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. And it does come back to like entertainment. Like, same as violence. Yep. You know. But, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's, like, Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, so many other famous serial killers. Mm -hmm. They're entertainment. Yeah. I mean, literally, look at us. Like, we listen to crime junkies and crime podcasts every single day, and we can listen to them all day long. I guess you're right. But... Those definitely, but I'm more looking at these serial killers like scumbag. Like, I, mean, I hope he gets caught. I mean, truly. <laughs> and you know what really sucks at Ashley Flowers is all the episodes of the deck where the serial killers are never found. Well, yeah, that's why they. If you have not watched this, it's honestly a really cool like podcast. They, the police wanted to kind of like, because there's certain police for just certain cold cases yeah so what it is and so it's called the deck i can't remember who created it but what they did is they created a deck of cards playing cards playing cards with missing children missing women men whatever just missing people who have been murdered or or anything like anybody they'll put them on these cards and give them to inmates yes it put them in prisons and they put them in prisons i don't think they're in all 50 states yet no but it's only it actually helps it pretty much is you know criminals they have to take credit for what they've done and so they'll play these playing cards they'll be like oh i did this well not even that it because you know when you're a criminal and certain certain areas you know of other criminals. Yeah. And so it's not even just to catch the people. It's for other people to rat other people out for immunity. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you these things I know about this because there's so many cases where they're like, oh, he was his um, what uh, stall cell buddy, cell buddy and stuff. And they would talk. Yeah. And so I think it's a very interesting. It's interesting. Great and great idea. Smart. It's giving family's closure yes after sometimes years years there's so many that we listen to that are decades we were just talking or i was just saying there's some that the amount of time these people have been dead is longer than how how long they've been alive like it's it's just tragic and they the family have no idea who did it it's just they have no closure at all insane 
Yeah, it's it's an amazing podcast. It's called The Deck. You guys should definitely listen to it. And just an amazing idea. Like that is whoever thought of that is so smart. Ashley, yeah, whoever created the cards, so smart. The Deck. Um, Ashley Flowers, kudos to you for bringing this light because I've never heard of this before. There's tons of people that have never even heard that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And you can – she – and long episodes ago, like when she first started, you can even donate to get a deck of cards to put in other prisons. Wow. And everything. Because there's plenty of serial killers out there that – they may have killed hundreds of people, but they won't say. Mm-hmm. And they're everywhere. And it's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's an amazing podcast. We love it. We also just love Ashley Flowers. We're huge fans. And Britt. And Britt. Shout out to um, y'all. Let's get back to guns. I've never shot a gun, but you have. Yes, I have. What have you shot? Um, I've shot a twenty-two rifle, a 9 millimeter, and then like a forty-five. Is it fun? It is fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I always hear about this kickback. Does it hurt or is it just on certain guns? It, de- it depends on the gun. So, like, I shot a twenty two rifle and I loved it. Really? Do they just shoot easy or, like, what? Um, It's really fun because you, like, pump the thing instead oh. of, like, just pull a trigger, you know? Uh-huh. So you do, like, a pump, shoot, pump, shoot. Oh, wow. It's so much fun. But that one didn't have a bad kickback on it. There was another one. I can't remember the name of it. That's heavier. Mm -hmm. And, like, that one definitely had a little bit of a kick. But you just have to be real. But it depends. Like, shotguns, those definitely have a good kickback on them. I think the, like, level of power of the gun definitely does. Uh Um, I've only ever shot, like, what our papa has. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, we are actively looking for a couple handguns mm-hmm. for us to have because we want to conceal carry. Yeah. Um, so bec- obviously for protection. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I enjoy it. It's, yeah. it's fun to go target practice. Mm-hmm. We are in the process of getting our hunting licenses. I actually have to wait till I become an Idaho resident. Wow. Um, which technically I don't. It's just cheaper. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, Cheap like, hacks. If you're an Idaho resident, it is cheaper to get your, like, hunting licenses and fishing licenses, just all of it. Um, but, yeah, so we're in the process of doing that so then we can start hunting, hopefully by fall. Love that. Yeah. And speaking of our papa, that's kind of how we knew of guns. Like, I've yeah. always had guns in my life yeah. because I even remember they would always keep, I want to say, a shotgun by the door. Yeah. And rem- I always remember if, like, strangers drove up our driveway, Nana would literally, like, get the gun. Oh, yeah. And, like, be like, what are you doing here? Like, scream. Like, it was just, she was a bad bitch. Oh, yeah. She was, like, the definition of a bad bitch woman in her nightgown. Standing oh, on a literally. With a shotgun in her On hand. her property. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we always grew up with guns. Hunting. Papa, has been hunting since he was a child. Yeah. So we grew up with it. He legit had a hunting room. And that's yes. where his safe was. He had, his he had all his head. trophies in there. Yeah. So we've grown up with guns our whole lives. Mm-hmm. But I didn't actually start shooting until I was like 18. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and he always said that he would take us hunting, which he never did. So, Papa. Where you at? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we always grew up with them. Yeah. Would you want to shoot? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Because I'm, 
like, and it's not even just because of this. I want to, of course, experience anything and everything. But I also think that it'd be smart for me because Mm -hmm. my boyfriend also is for guns and, you know, stuff. He likes shooting and all that. He has some of his own. And, you know, if we move into a house, he said he does want me to be like, have ed- be educated yeah, on 100%. them and where they are in the house yeah. just in case so i'm 100 percent down for that and i love a little bad bitch moment oh 100 <laughs> i love the movies with the badass women shooting the guns being little assassins i'm down for yeah. it Lee mrs smith oh my gosh yeah you're right angelina jolie shout out she's also in tomb raider tomb raider yeah she's a bad bitch she is i kind of want to be her for halloween but that'd be fun that'd be cute that would be cute but who would gavin be um, he could play one like the love interest in Tomb Raider. Okay. Or you can literally be Mrs. Smith, and he could be Mr. Smith. <laughs> She's looking at me like, "Girl, you better do this." I'm like, "That's a good Halloween costume." Ooh, I better write it down. We should. Well, it's in our podcast, so you'll always oh, remember. Per- I remember forever. It will be on record. Record forever. Um, but yeah, I think learning how to handle a gun, shoot a gun. And know how to aim a gun, I think, is very important, especially in the world that we do live in. Yes. Um, We even have our coworker, Taylor. He is a retired vet. Mm -hmm. Um, And anytime, like, I go to the bank every Monday for work. Yeah. He's always like, please be careful. And I'm like, I'll be be careful. And he's like, do you want to take my gun? And I was like, Taylor, I'm okay. His gun was the first gun I've ever... Held. Held. Yeah. He literally just put it in my hands. He was like, here. Yeah. I was like, oh, They're my gosh. Taylor. Thought, yes. Yeah. I was like, this isn't like those fake ones. Yeah. It was funny. The first time I held a gun was with my friend Steven. Oh, my um, And he had one in his truck. And I, me and him were, like, running errands. We were hanging out, whatever. And he's, I was like, why the hell do you have a gun just sitting in your truck? And he's like, I mean, obviously, like, for protection, whatever. Yeah. He's like, here, hold it. And I'm just, like, in his passenger seat with, like, a gun in my hand. And I was Both like, hands. Huh. Yeah. I was Literally. like, this is actually pretty heavy. Yeah. And yeah. So, you don't they're think pretty it. heavy. No. Yeah. Definitely compared to some Nerf guns. They're very <laughs> heavy. Yeah. They are very heavy and a lot more, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't even think of it. Like... Hefty? Hefty. <laughs> yeah. And dangerous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I yeah. think that's kind of what scares me about mm-hmm. them is, like, there's so much power in my yeah. hands that it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. I think it's definitely important for everyone to know how to use guns, how to, I mean, just use guns. I mean, everyone's obsessed with, like, zombie TV shows and, yeah. like, The Last of Us and everything. If like, that happens, you guys. Like, you better know how to use one or else you're dead. Yeah, you better aim. Or else you're one of them. <laughs> Truly. Um, I was telling Justin, we were talking about how I want to, like, low-key be a doomsday prepper. Like, not a doomsday really? prepper. But I want to, like, you know, like, in The Last of Us where Bill oh, has, yes. like, the whole room. Like, I definitely want that for protection. A whole Just- wall of guns? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just, like, a ginormous safe with, like, guns in it or like in mr and mrs smith in the greenhouse like that oh, yeah. down you thing know how cool that'd be that would be badass <laughs> or in the kitchen the knife collection oh yeah, that was amazing <laughs> just pressing buttons on the oven that'd be everything that would be everything i could support that yeah. if it was techno like that i'd be down i think i could accomplish that i think i could do that it'd be fun to know like knife tricks 
Like samurai? Yeah. I don't think I'd ever want to hold and, like, use a knife. I'd be like, <laughs> Me and my boo, actually. Oh, my gosh. We, <laughs> we were practicing self-defense, and we got these, you know, those retractable knives? Like, that, the like they're knives. toy knives. Yeah. yeah. We got two of those. Or maybe we only had one. But I we would... you had three and you broke oh, two. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Because I forgot because... Jackson, our little brother, has two knives that we used to play mm-hmm. with, but I would have the two, he would have the one. Yeah. But when me and Gavin did it, we would just fight over one knife. Mm-hmm. But it was like a form of self-defense, like if someone came at me with a knife, and it, I think it was good to know, you know? But we did like the <laughs> ultimate move where like one of us is on top of the other, like trying to push the knife into the chest, and you're just like resisting. Ugh, it, I just lived my Hollywood dreams. Yeah. If you really want I've always wanted to take a self-defense class, though. Yeah. I think it's very smart. It is. Yeah. Especially around here. Yeah, especially around here. You just never know. No. Mm -mm. And if I am kidnapped, please kidnap me in Target because they have the best surveillance. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. I've just decided that I'm just going to chip everyone I know. Yes, never mind. So all my friends out there, get ready. I know where you are. I will know where you are because Lord help me. Oh, my gosh. If anyone goes Well, and then there's like – you. You're supposed to have a if I go missing file. Yes. Get an I'm missing folder. We actually need to create one of those and then give them to like our husbands or yes, whatever. So we can so they know what to do. A hundred percent. It's needed because you got me damned if I'm going to be like killed or kidnapped. Ugh, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to hurt. No. <laughs> I just hear all these horrible stories and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you. In my sleep, please. Just poison me. <laughs> Just poison oh me. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to this one episode, and this woman who ends up killing her husband, she was a writer, and she was releasing all these, like, blogs about just random things. But there was a few about murdering your husband. And then she put reasons I wouldn't murder my husband or the reasons that wouldn't work. And she put poison and she was like, wouldn't do this because who wants to deal with a sick husband? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And then she put, I would never kill anybody. I would just wish them dead. <laughs> I was like, this bitch. She kills this man and they know it's for money because they put six life insurance policies on him over oh. in the span of, I think, six months. Oh, like, like she's been planning this. Yes, yeah, like I was like, this is the dumbest episode I've ever heard, just because it was so like, duh. Yeah, of course. But I've never did not. What an that idiot! Episode. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I was like, you publish these blogs and then you kill your husband. Like, it was it was so random. And then there was surveillance of her in on the crime scene, like <laughs> of her driving. She wasn't past. very smart. She obviously did not listen to crime junkies or watch criminal minds. Yeah. Or see So we're educated. We are educated. We know how to get rid of a body. Well you guys, I think this is a good place to stop. A good place to stop. Stay safe out there. Be educated. Just want to say sorry again to the mm-hmm. families out there that have lost their loved ones. Yes. And Like she said, stay safe, and we hope you guys have a great week. We love you guys. Bye. Peace.